Time for seafood news. You are listening to the Seafood News Podcast. I'm Seafood News Managing Editor Amanda Buckle. And I'm Ernaberry Seafood Market Reporter Lauren Castiglione. This episode is brought to you by Ernaberry's new Insights offering, which is live this week. This largely digital offering will allow subscribers to read, watch, and listen to impactful market content in a new way like never before. Through Insights, Ernaberry's expert editorial team, market reporters, analysts, and curated guests will be generating unique content for the protein industry. Be on the lookout for the theme launches throughout the year. This week, we're talking about problems, lots of them. Ugh, I can't even begin. I've got so many at home. I know times are tough, Amanda, but if you want, let's let's dive into it. Number one, my husband snores. I'm not getting any rest. The kids are going on and on. Wow, this is serious. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I was going to say that the problems were for the seafood industry, but oh, if we need to take this okay. time to talk about you... <laughs> You know, everybody needs an outlet these days. Exactly. Um, and unfortunately, that's the problem for the seafood industry. They're, they're dealing with a ton of logistical issues. There's just no open outlet. So from Asia to Central America, Erner Berry Mark reporters have had numerous conversations about container shortages, imbalances, and other logistical headaches during the COVID-19 pandemic. Erner Berry European market reporter Michael Nesbitt wrote in his February 10th Bangladesh Black Tiger Shrimp Analysis that many exporters are having to contend with difficulties in sourcing containers and high shipping rates, which in turn has also weighed on shrimp exports. Meanwhile, Seafood News correspondent Amy Zhang reports that delivery fees between China and America's West Coast have ballooned by 208%. Wow. Yep. While that to the East Coast has jumped by 110% um, in the end of 2020 compared with that of the previous year. So the higher transportation costs result from a shortage of containers, and according to one insider, in early January, one container's fee increased to between 9000 to 14000 U.S. dollars, depending on the destination. And Amy reports that there is no sign of contraction. So during the epidemic, shippers have downside transportation, which has led to the uh, insufficient containers with, with some demand rebound. According to Amy, one insider estimated that such high transportation fees will continue this year. And another said that it will be so at least before this April. It was also added that the situation may be tougher for seafood than other commodities, since other exporters usually book shipping space much earlier. It is very likely that seafood exporters will find no space left when they want to book one. Kim Gorton, CEO of Slade Gorton, told the Wall Street Journal that when it comes to uh, ports, the entire system is seized up. Some importers have had their seafood stuck for up to three weeks. Others have had to drive it around to find available cold storage. And unfortunately, it's not a headache that's going away anytime soon, but more information on logistical issues can be found on the Insights platform. In other news, the USDA and FDA recently issued a rare joint statement to once again confirm that there is no scientific information to indicate transmission of COVID-19 through food and f- food or food packaging. So you this cannot... we need a, a sound effect. effect. Yeah, no, you no, cannot no. <laughs> get COVID through food or food packaging. <laughs> This statement from the USDA and FDA comes after the World Health Organization issued a new report after investigating the origins of COVID-19 in Wuhan, China. According to their findings, the research team found no evidence linking a bat to the start of the global pandemic. Instead, whose team claims that the coronavirus may have originated in frozen meat? 
it's almost a year ago that we were blaming the bat. That's, that's why I can't believe that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, acting USDA Secretary Kevin Shea and acting FDA Commissioner Janet Woodcock wrote that after more than a year since the COVID-19 outbreak was declared a global health emergency, the U.S. Department of Agriculture, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration, and the U.S. Centers for Disease Control Prevention continue to underscore that there is no credible evidence of food or food packaging associated with or as a likely source of viral transmission of severe acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus 2, also known as SARS-CoV-2, the virus causing COVID-19. So they wrote that our confidence in the safety of the U.S. food supply remains steadfast. Consumers should be reassured that we continue to believe, based on our understanding of currently available reliable scientific information and supported by overwhelming international scientific consensus, that the foods they eat and food packaging they touch are highly unlikely to spread SARS-CoV-2. The statement goes on to reiterate that COVID-19 is a respiratory illness that is spread from person to person, unlike foodborne or gastrointestinal uh, viruses like norovirus and hepatitis A, which can make people sick through contaminated food. And since it's a respiratory illness, here's a reminder to wear a mask. The CDC actually recently partnered with the stars of Discovery Channel's Deadliest Catch to encourage more people to wear masks. The 32nd PSA features Captain Sig Hansen and Captain Josh Harris. Let's, Let's take, a, take listen. a listen. Being a ship captain means being prepared for anything. We're the ones responsible for making sure the crew makes it aboard safe and sound. We have one of the most dangerous jobs on the planet. Right now, it's dangerous everywhere. So when medical experts say to wear your mask to fight the pandemic, wear your mask. Sig and Josh are right. Safety comes first, and the best way to prevent the spread of COVID is to wear your mask. Mask up, America. Oh yeah, I like that. And that does it for us. Uh, thanks for listening to the Seafood News Podcast, and we'll see you back here next week. Mm-hmm.